Victoria, what color are you today? Excuse, excuse me? Um, what, what, uh, what, what are you asking? Victoria, what's your color today? I, I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure how to answer that. Leroy, what color are you today? Ma'am, I, I have no clue what you're talking about right now. I have no clue well, I mean, are you asking if I'm black? I'm black as hell, woman. And you is too. And why are you asking that white boy over there what color he is? Of course he's white. What's your colors, guys? What's your colors? You know what I am today? And we're like, we're just sitting there, you know, afraid to ask. Um, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what color you are today. I'm magenta. And magenta is the greatest color you can be. It's powerful. It's beautiful. It's on top of the world. It's doing everything. I'm as good as I can be. I am magenta. This this is my supervisor. Which is that's the weirdest question I've ever been asked by a supervisor. And we're like, oh, oh. So now, let me ask you, I guess she's in like a manic state or something. I, I have no clue. You know, she's kind of bipolar flighty. She's either yelling at me or she's like talking, you know, like I'll notice when she's trying to like be nice to me, she's always talking really low. And uh, she's like, oh, so what, let me ask you again, what color are you today? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm hot. I'm clammy. I, you know, I, I'm tired. It's Monday. I don't want to be here. I'm recovering from a hangover. What What do you What do you want me to say? She's like, well, white is neutral. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm I'm not neutral. I'm actually in a shitty mood. So why are you asking me this shit? <laughs> and then my other coworker slipped out. Just completely slipped out of the fucking room. That way he could avoid the question altogether of being asked what color he is <laughs> and so i met up with him outside and he's like he's like victoria what color is you and i'm just like uh yeah that's some new age bullshit but if it keeps her if it keeps my supervisor in a good mood for her to be running around obsessing over colors um you know i i guess all more power to her let her let her take on this new new age shit that she's uh, learning, because uh, I'm I'm just kind of like shocked that this lady is uh, asking me what color I am. I'm like, man, this is a fucking really really crazy um, crazy work environment I work in, and uh, I guess that's where I'll start the show today. So, what color are you out there in the audience? I don't know what color I am. I'm usually I'm either, you know, I'm kind of bipolar too, and um, I'm either, you know, I I don't even know, I don't know nothing about this, so I don't know what color means what, what mood the color is and all that, but uh, today I'm, you know, kind of neutral, maybe a little above neutral, I'm good, you know, I've, I've done everything I need to do today, uh, I'm in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, I've got my truck parked, just did a five mile walk to keep myself in shape, still trying to lose weight. 
uh, down to uh, 262, a uh, slim 262. I'm practically wasting away. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm just out, you know, uh, on my break, you know, trying to relax. And, um, you know, down here in Montgomery, everything's looking good. Everything's, things are, have vastly improved down here. Um, but that's my week. And this is uh, Biscuits Buttered with Victoria Vandenberg. This is a show about anything and everything. The, you know, I'm a truck driver. I'm a beautiful, voluptuous woman. And when I'm not in my tractor trailer... I'm driving a purple Mitsubishi Mirage convertible, and I'm smoking a Victoria Slim uh, while letting my hair blow in the wind, and uh, just enjoying living in Alabama and uh, enjoying living life. In this show, I'll talk about movies, I'll talk about food, I'll talk about politics, I'll talk about all the weird personal interactions I have in my daily life, which uh, I think are the most. I think it's more interesting than the news. All the microaggressions and weird people I meet every day. I think it's more interesting than the news, so I like to focus in on that lately. Um, so, what color are you? She's magenta, which means she's on top of the game, or whatever the fuck that means. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know all this new age shit. Uh, so, that, that's all. I just wanted to share that weird interaction with my fucking um, uh, supervisor that's just um, not right. She's not all there. Okay? She's not all there. So to give you an update on my... I know I've been on and off talking to you about my work. Okay? I've been on and off talking, updating you on... I'm in transition right now. Not transition as a... I'm already a beautiful woman. I've already transitioned to a beautiful woman. Beautiful. Just imagine. Slim. 262 pound. 6'4 woman. Uh, just in the prime of her life. Smoking a Victoria Slim. Leaning up against... In a seductive manner. Leaning up against her Mitsubishi Mirage. Don't you want to just ravish her? Don't you want to just take her and ravish her and make love to her? Um... Uh, and that's what I am right now. How did I get off on that? I don't. I don't know. Uh, but you know, uh, to give you an update on my work. Um, so I've given up on uh, transferring uh, to Birmingham where I currently work because they are. So I call them, and I think I updated y'all on this last week. You know, they pretend like they don't know who I am. They pretend like they can't find files. They, you know, tell me to call. You know two or three times a day and they never have an answer and they're always like well this person's out so I can't possibly give you an answer you know all this you know complete utter bullshit and they're just dragging and I'm like I don't know what their deal is but it just seems like they don't want me but I did sort of tiny little bit sort of not really get an update uh, from Indiana I got really mad at the workforce uh, workforce specialist uh, lady um because I emailed her Friday morning and I was like, hey, what, what's the update? Are you know, are y'all going to send me an offer on uh, Indiana? And she's like, well, she said she sends me a passive aggressive email back where she's like, uh, you're holding up the process because you haven't chosen a location. So I, I, this sets me because I had a horrible week last week. Not only did we have 100-degree weather in Alabama, I went through a tornado, I went through two flash floods slash thunderstorms, 
And, uh, I mean, it was just a fucking rough week. We had, like, smoke from Canadian wildfires, and it was just hell, man. It was just hell. And, um, and the, the cherry on top of the shit Sunday was this lady emails me back Friday afternoon. Well, you're holding up the process because you didn't choose uh, a city that you wanted to go to. And I'm like, what? are you talking about? I fucking told you that I preferred Indianapolis, but I wanted to be considered for both Gary and Indianapolis. And she was, and I told her, I was like, you did not tell me the process was being held up by me wanting to be considered for both. You didn't even email me back after that last email. And I said, I had no clue this was being held up. So I told her, I was like, if I have to choose, which I don't think that's the way this works, if I have to choose, which I don't believe that's the way this works, I think you're fucking lying to me because you just don't want to consider me, you just don't want to have to do the paperwork for both. I told her, obviously, Indianapolis. Uh, So she sends me an email back saying, Thank you, this passive, you know, I took it as passive, it might not have been passive aggressive, I don't know, but the, definitely the other email she sent me saying I was holding shit up, it's like, bitch, you're holding shit up, because you're not communicating this to me, that, you know, I could have gotten an offer already, you're not communicating to me that I had to choose between Gary or Indianapolis, and obviously I'm going to choose Indianapolis, you fucking stupid cunt, so, I fucking send her that, she sends me back, received, thank you, so maybe, Maybe after months of talking to the fans of this podcast, talking to the fans of Biscuits Buttered uh, and Victoria Vandenberg, maybe we will actually have an offer in hand of a transfer to a higher paying job, a city with a good cost of living, uh, a huge city. It's like over 2 million people. Uh, And I I can't wait. I I hope I actually get to at least have an offer and get to make a decision on um, whether uh, I will be um, moving to um, Indiana, which is a weird thing. I've looked into the logistics of it. I would actually have to retake the written test for my CDL, which is fucking stupid bullshit. And then... um, that's about out. That's about about it. Illinois would actually make you redo the driving test, which I don't want to redo that because I know I'm. I'm not. You know, I, I can do pretty much anything when I set my mind to it, but I'm one of those people. I'm not really skilled, very well at one particular thing, but I can do a little bit of everything. If that makes sense, I'm one of those jacks. I'm a master of none. Okay, I, I, I've I've mastered nothing, but I can do a little bit of everything. <laughs> one of those stupid fucks um so um really don't want to retake the driving test so maybe one day we'll move to chicago i don't know who knows retake the test but um what i want to get into on here uh so i went to a chinese restaurant in florencia alabama the other day and uh, it's a good chinese restaurant um and they brought me and this is just, you know, out of nowhere. That, you know, I, I bitch a lot on the show about nothing works right anymore, you know? Like, you go to Walmart and all the self-checkouts are broken. Everything's broken, you know, everywhere you go. No one fixes shit. You'll go to the gas station, no one will fix shit. 
you know, like the, the pumps won't work. Literally, in Huntsville, there's a new gas station. And it's a, um, oh shoot, it's not a Cowboys. It's a, um, maybe I'll remember it later. It's not a Sitgo. Well, anyway, they put in, they spent millions of dollars on a new gas station. And I swear to God, they've got self-checkout in this gas station. I swear to God, the pumps don't work half the time. You can't get a printed, because I'm required to get a printed receipt at my work. You can't even get a printed receipt. And you go inside, the drink machines aren't working. It's like they spent all this money on this building for this nice new, and I'm, you know, I'm a truck driver, so I get excited about, you know, new gas stations and truck stops. And I pull into this fucking place, can't get a receipt, pump's not working, go inside, drink machines aren't working. I'm like, what the f-? Like, you invested all this money, and then you just let it go to shit, right? And then there's another gas station on a certain exit in Huntsville, Alabama. And um, this is when I was in my personal car. I can't drive a truck into this one. Um... And I pull into this place, and you probably, if you're a person from Huntsville, you can probably guess what which gas station is. I'm talking, this place is so nasty. Like, you go in the bathroom, and people shit on the walls. There's shit all over the walls. The urinals and the toilets don't work. And the staff don't even clean the bathroom. It's just like, nope, not doing it. Don't get paid enough. Because when you're paying someone minimum wage, they're not going to go clean shit off of a wall, right? And these are the things I just like to bitch about every week here on this podcast, and that's one of them. But to get back to my point, because I never even got to my point about going to the Chinese restaurant, nothing works anymore. That's all I'm building up to. Nothing fucking works. I go to a Chinese restaurant. Waitress brings uh, me and Raul the fortune cookies, because we love Chinese. And I crack open... You know, Raul gets... I forget which what his said, but it was something... It was some stupid bullshit. You know. And then I open up my fortune cookie. I open up my fortune cookie, and it says... Choose another fortune cookie. And I'm just... I lose my shit. I've never been so infuriated by a fortune cookie in my whole life. I'm like... Even the fortune cookies don't work right anymore. You can't even get... You can't even get... Uh, let me make sure I'm telling you right. You can't even get a fortune cookie to give you your fucking fortune anymore? It's so fucking stupid. It's like you could have wrote any bullshit. And a lot of times, it's advice. that You know, the fortune cookie will give you advice on the world... Or, you know, it's never a fortune. Like, I want I want a fortune. I want a, for once in my life, yeah, it said pick another fortune cookie. So, basically, it quit working. These people making the fortune cookies quit working. They quit bullshit. So, I got infuriated. Because I was like, I'm not picking another fortune cookie. Because you're not even... I guarantee you if I picked another fortune cookie, you're not even going to give me a fortune. It's going to be some, like, life advice or something. That's what I so obviously, I was infuriated by that, and uh, I'm tired of shit not working right, as I'm sure you are at home too. Um, so 
I, I forgot what point I was going to make. <laughs> this is a long rant where it goes nowhere. But, you know, I just, I get frustrated with the way society is now. You know, the, the minimum wage is so low. These companies aren't paying anybody, so nobody wants to work. And then you have, like, CEOs making tons of money. And everyone's on strike. And we're about to get to that. Maybe that's where I was leading with this stupid goddamn rant about a fortune cookie. But if we could just get a fortune cookie company that actually has fortunes, I want lucky numbers. I want you to say, you know, even if it's a lie, I don't care. I just want a fortune. I want something to look forward to. I want you to give me a really nice lie to believe, okay? That's all I'm saying. I just want you to lie to me, fortune cookie. That way I have something that I can believe in. And right now there's nothing to believe in. So as of today, just moving on. There's lots of strikes going on, okay? Lots of strikes. And I'm really pissed off, okay? I'm really pissed off. So uh, I work for a government agency driving a truck. Okay, so the Teamsters are on strike, the baristas are on strike, Hollywood's on strike, everyone's on strike. <sighs> the promotion that I'm literally moving to another city to try to get, I'm literally, I don't want to say a number, but I'm going to be making in the 30s for the promotion I'm going to get. Okay? Because I do a little bit of everything at where I work. I'm not... I tell. I told you that I'm a truck driver. I, I do more than that, sort of. I'm in a weird, weird place, government agency-wise. Uh, I drive everything from a car to a, to a small truck to a van to a tractor trailer. I go all over the place. I do whatever they need me to do. And I'm trying to switch to where I'm just always into in a tractor trailer that way i'm getting that higher rate of pay well where i'm moving to i'm going to be making a little over 30 dollars an hour okay right now they're paying me 27 dollars an hour and where i work we have a pay scale so the longer you work where i work you make more money so after 10 or 15 years you max out and pay and you make good, you eventually make good money. But right now, I'm not really making good money. But having said that, and maybe I should look up the pay scale to actually make sure I'm telling you right. But I swear to God, the Teamsters, I think for a truck driver where I work, I think the max out pays like, I, I might be telling you wrong, I think it's like $37 an hour. The max out. That's after working there for like 10, 15 years. So, and then, uh, so basically, the Teamsters finally struck a deal with UPS today, right? A UPS driver is now going to be making, the average pay of a UPS driver is now going to be making $49 an hour. Let me repeat that. Forty-nine 
$8 an hour will be the average pay for a Teamster UPS driver. That's not a, that's not a tractor-trailer driver. That's just one of those brown trucks running around making 49 I don't even make that when I'm in overtime. Even if I switch to the higher paying job in Indianapolis, I won't even make that in overtime. Like if I was in overtime, time and a half, I wouldn't make the pay of a UPS driver. That's how shitty the government agency is that I work for, that I'm that low paid that I don't make the money of someone who, I don't even think they have to have CDLs. Like, it, it's insanity. This person doesn't even have a CDL. All they're doing is throwing boxes on a fucking truck and running around and delivering them. And they make more than I make in overtime as their average salary. That's how shitty the federal government is now. So, um, I just think that that's insane. And I, I think Sean O'Malley uh, is a, a fucking national treasure. And the Teamsters are a national treasure. And I think that I wish Sean O'Malley would come run my union that I'm in. Because my union fucking sucks. And my pay sucks. And I struggle. I struggle a lot. And I don't want to leave because I want to be able to retire one day. And this is the only one of the only places that offer a pension anymore. I get the furs and all that fucking federal retirement and all that. And that's the reason I stay. It's because maybe one day when I'm in my 60s, I can go and move down to Guatemala with Raul and live for cheap. Live like a king in Guatemala. So, it is kind of insane that they negotiated that. Uh, but there was, I think there was a lot of abuse by UPS of their workers. You know, not ha I can't believe those drivers didn't have air conditioning. Um, now they're going to get air conditioning. They're going to get really fucking good pay. They're going to get, I think it's even built into the contract that they can get all the overtime they want. A um, lot of good things. And, and one thing about this, Sean O'Malley such a strong leader. Um, that I, I actually would really love to run this guy for president because he's just such a strong leader. And, you know, Biden wanted to interfere in this strike. Biden, who claims to be a pro-labor president, he's not, he's a fucking corporate shill. Biden tried to interfere, but Sean O'Malley was like, hey, buddy, butt out. These are men talking here. This is working men trying to negotiate for a contract and you're fucking dumbass you're fucking drooling fucking Alzheimer's infested fucking rotting brain corpse of a fucking president you need to fucking butt out because you're not going to do us the way you did the rail workers because Biden fucked over the rail workers but Sean O'Malley he showed up and he was like hey buddy this is some Jimmy Hoffa shit you can fuck off. We're going to negotiate. And look what he did. $49 an hour average for a goddamn full-time 
UPS worker. That man is a national hero. And um, we need more people like him in this country. Uh, I think he's got a political future at him. I, I'd vote for him in a second right now. Because he's just, that's the type of person. We need someone with cojones. And we need someone who's willing to get out on the street and fucking strike and use their power and use their leverage to, to bring back money to people like me. People like you at home. So we can be comfortable and live. We're out here struggling. And it's a bunch of bullshit. We've got to end this. And I don't want to sound like a Marxist because I don't view myself as a Marxist, but we got to have a little class solidarity here, people. And we've got to negotiate for our labor and we've got to to reel these fucking millionaires and billionaires in so we can actually feed our families and have houses and do the things we need to do. You know, like when I talk to my grandfather about this, he doesn't understand stuff like this. Because when he was young, you know, he got out of high school, fucking went into an apprenticeship, became an electrician, worked for the Tennessee Valley Authority, made a good living, bought a house for next to nothing. Still got that huge house. It's falling in now, though. But um, they, they didn't—they they didn't have the pressures that we have now. They, you know, of course, you know, he did work his ass off, and he got—you know—I think he was able to live a comfortable life that he deserved. I just want the same thing he had. I want to be able to afford a nice house. You know, raised a family on one salary. You know, had a wife, had two kids, um, did everything he could on one job. I can't do that with where I'm at in my life right now. I can't do that and most people I know can't do that. Wouldn't even consider Raul wants to have babies. He even told me he wants a little white baby with blue eyes. Well that white baby's gonna be expensive. I told him I was like, hey, you know, let your sister pop out another Guatemalan. We'll have some of the we'll have a couple of little mines running around. He's like, no, must have white baby. I'm like, alright. That baby's gonna you know, baby's going to come with a big price, big sticker on it. You know, I, I tell people, you know, why go to a breeder when there's plenty of dogs to adopt at the pound? And that's the way you got to look at it when you look at babies. You know, there's probably some kids somewhere that from another country or somewhere. Just go to the fucking pound and get your dog. Goddamn. Don't need no fucking white, blue-eyed baby. No telling how much those cost. Well, anyway, so the Hollywood's on strike. Um, I don't know how I feel about the Hollywood strike. Now, they are being really shitty, these writers. Um, you know, especially with all the AI technology. I think the studio heads think that AI is going to, like, AI has been overblown, and I think, you know, they're trying to make it out like, oh, it's... No one wants to see any AI bullshit. Only people on the internet want to see weird AI shit. You know, it's, it's like kind of a passing entertainment thing. It's not going to work for big movies. And, you know, you're not going to have AI writing good scripts. I'm sorry, you got to have a real human being. you got to have something authentic. Uh, Hollywood over the years is focused on, you know, superhero movies and big budget shit. They don't really make, you know, unique, independent 
movies anymore and and i just that's the reason people aren't going to movies because there's nothing everything's bland watered down they they make it for like an international audience you know anything that plays here has got to be able to play in china so they can't you know mention taiwan or anything like that you know it's like hollywood is putting itself out of business you know like they they go and they have to oh we've got to have an intimacy coordinator for the love scene and we've got to you know have all this woke bullshit and you know there's so much like crazy stuff where they're putting themselves out of business because people don't want that shit people want wild crazy original stuff um they they don't want all this watered down uh mass-produced shit so that's just my opinion on it so uh hollywood is definitely and you know everything from hollywood's kind of moving to atlanta anyway you know they've been making a lot of movies in atlanta and canada and hollywood's kind of getting dispersed and now that you it's so easy to produce stuff individually from the comfort of your home you know you have a lot of streamers and youtubers and you know just people all over the internet making content and a lot of people you know my age and younger and all around we you know even even my grandpa he sits on his tablet watching videos that people made so he doesn't even watch tv as much as he used to so tv's going out of business uh, i think it's all gonna like go to streaming it basically it already is in streaming um and a lot of this independent stuff that's being made on youtube and everywhere else well that's where it's all going and they need to just go ahead and adjust to that because um, that that's it's just the future. It's just the future, and they're they're gonna have to um, they're gonna have to deal with it, right? They're gonna have to deal with it because. Um, but I think the writers do deserve more money. I think that obviously, you know, the world has changed. They need a new contract. Uh, sounds like there's a lot of abuses in Hollywood. Um, and if I knew when I was, you know, I always dreamed of going to film school. Um, I always dreamed to go into film school when I was uh, in high school. And I never got to go. Because I was just in a part of a country that was so far away from all that shit. And uh, if I would have known that most of their labor is like... I don't know, for some reason, I when I was in high school, I viewed... Hollywood is this thing that you can't get into and apparently it's really easy to get into Hollywood because not everybody can do it because they don't pay you shit <laughs> so I don't know maybe if maybe I would have went in high school if um, if I would have known that most of the people doing the work are just like manual laborers and people like that and you don't really need any credentials for some reason I put I put it on a pedestal and you know, I, I never, I never went, and I just, you know, went the normal route of going to community college and then going to a four-year and all that. Uh, a lot of things I look back on in my life, I wish I could change. You know, you always have those people that are like, "Oh, I wouldn't change a thing." It's like, what the fuck are you? Fuck you! What kind of stupid bullshit is that? I'd change everything I ever did. You cocksucker! Oh, I wouldn't change a thing. It's like I've never like. Okay, I guess you're a non-thinking human being, uh, or a non-thoughtful human being. Um, okay, what what all do we want to get to today? What all do we want to get to today? Okay, Anthony Fauci. I, I don't I don't want to spend too much time on this. I know y'all y'all have heard enough 
no one wants to hear about COVID. No one wants to hear about anything involving that. But, um, so I'll try to keep this brief. Um, I think Al- Anthony Fauci should be prosecuted. I think a lot of people around uh, COVID should be prosecuted. And here's why. I think they should at least be sued for slander. I think they should at least be brought into court and depositioned and sued for slander. Because China has something called wet markets. And Anthony Fauci blamed COVID on the wet markets. And I I, I just, out of all this, out of all these years, no one has ever apologized to the wet markets. No one has ever corrected the record on wet markets. And I think that's maybe the worst thing Anthony Fauci ever did was besmirch the great name of wet markets, which we need here in the United States. I want us to get these and actually I, I I want a fucking plane ticket to Wuhan. I want to fly over there and I want to enjoy these goddamn wet markets because we don't have these in the States. And I think they're fucking great just to have these open air markets. You have like fucking fish and squid and fucking just cut up animals. You might have a fucking pig hanging from a fucking hook somewhere in the corner. It's just this big open market where people bring the the wild game and animals and fresh produce that they that they either grew or caught or, or pulled out of the ocean. You go get you a lobster, whatever you need. Why don't we have these in the States? They sound fucking amazing. You know, and like, I've noticed this is a, a cultural thing that we need to bring here to the States. Because like the other day I was watching a YouTube video of uh, Guatemala City. And they have huge markets too. Like these open air markets where they just fucking put out the food. And then you see videos of Thailand where there's all the street food. And I want our country, the United States of America... To be a street food country. I want to go out on the street. And I want to see vendors. Selling hot food. Raw food. Every kind of fucking food. I want to be able to walk through a huge market. And buy a fucking salmon. Go and buy a fucking squid. Or a lobster. Or whatever the fuck I need for the day. But no I'm denied that. Okay. I might go to Whole Foods and they'll have a fucking lobster on some ice. But it doesn't have the feel, the authentic feel of someone who doesn't speak English negotiating a price and bargaining with me over some fucking crab legs. Okay? That's what I want. I want that raw, authentic, gritty, fucking uh, street food, wet market experience. Okay? And we don't have that in this country. And Anthony Fauci is a son of a bitch for besmirching the good name of street food and, and wet markets and markets in general. And that's that's where we need to go in this country, all right? We're already making marketed, marketed improvements. You know, we've got a new UPS contract where UPS drivers are going to be making $49 an hour. Serial killers are back. Rex Hewerman, thank you very much for bringing back serial killing because mass shootings are boring and lame and unoriginal and we're, we're on the right track now all we need the, the third leg of this wheel we need to um, 
we need to bring back wet markets. And I have a uh, security guard. Oh my God, I can't believe I have a fucking security guard, which reminds me of another security guard's looking at me like, what the fuck is this guy doing? I make fucking seven twenty-five an hour and I don't do nothing but ride around on a golf cart. Well, anyway, third leg, third leg of my Make America Great Again plan is wet markets. We got the serial killers. We got a new, we got labor striking all over the country. Third leg is wet markets. All right, we're going to make it great again. So they need to pay these Hollywood strikers. And I'll get to the security guard here in a minute. He just drove by and gave me a look. Um, and even the baristas in Kentucky um, are striking. And I've heard, I don't know what it is like. I think the baristas should be like looked at separately from the labor movement. And this is just my opinion because like what was it a month or two ago like we're going to go on strike at Starbucks because they're not automatically hanging up a pride flag you know and it's like why don't you strike over your wages you know just let the company do what they do and just strike you know getting you know like obsessing over a pride flag is a little weird you know just as a is a homosexual myself. Uh, I think that's a little weird. You know, just let the company be the weird, evil corporation that it is, and you go in, you negotiate benefits and wages. Fuck the pride flag. So I have a little bit of trouble sympathizing with the baristas because they're always like negotiating for stupid bullshit that doesn't matter, right? Uh, and I have problems with my uh, union, like my, my the union that I'm currently in. They, they'll go in and they'll, you know, they're really big about, like, time off work. And they're really big about holidays and things like that. And they're really big about, like, really stupid stuff that, like, yeah, it's nice having off days and having more, uh, you know, time at home and everything like that. But they're not, they're not good at all with the pay, which is why I'm currently not making shit and why I struggle. And that's how these baristas are. These baristas are even worse than my shitty union. They'll go in and they'll, like... Well, you know, we want this and this and this and this. And it's like, come on, you need to do better. Go in there, negotiate straight up pay, negotiate some wages where people can, you know, live and work and everything like that. And But I do support them, the baristas in Kentucky. Apparently, uh, apparently when they went to the negotiating table to negotiate a contract, the lawyers came in uh, wearing their PJs. And that just pissed me off, and I'm like, well, now you got me, now you got me defending these goddamn braces because you showed up and weren't professional, you cocksuckers. So, solidarity with the baristas. They are part of the labor movement. I joke around about them not being part of. I just wish they'd get a little more serious. You can tell that they're like very, very young because of the things that they are concerned. About. Like they're more concerned about like woke shit than they are like wages. And that, to me, I'm like, what are you doing? Just go in there. This is an evil, soulless company. Go in there and try to get the highest wage you can. Try to get the highest benefits you can for your labor. Don't worry about all this stupid other bullshit like whether they fucking hang up a pride flag. And yes, at the government agency that I work at, they did celebrate Pride Month last month. And uh, I know that they were... Uh, there's lots of... Which I eventually will get to... Uh, this uh, country singers uh, bullshit. Uh, 
you know, these people that are mad about Bud Light and all this other stuff, it's like, are you, are you using, uh, well, I don't, did I just say where I worked? I don't want to say where I worked. Um, anyway, the place where I worked or place where I work, uh, celebrates Pride Month very vigorously and people still use us and they probably don't even know that we celebrate it. But anyway, I'll move on to the, um, Jason Aldean uh, controversy. Uh, this uh, guy, I mean, I, I just don't understand like the music people listen to. Like, you know, music, country music nowadays is like, it's like pop music. It's like um, weird pop music where they talk about this idealized small town America and history that never was. I live in a small town, by the way. I live in a town of less than 10,000 people. And I fucking hate it there. <laughs> I absolutely fucking hate it there. I have to... If, if I'm going to buy groceries, I drive 45 minutes just to get groceries. If I want to go to a movie or go out to eat, I drive at least 45 minutes to an hour just to go eat. Uh, it's horrible living in a small town. There's nothing there. Everyone's shitty. Because like a lot of people... Have you ever read Shirley Jackson stories... And a lot of her stories kind of involve small towns. And on the surface, everything looks really nice and idealized. But then when you get to the rotten core, uh, you know, people are really shitty, you know. Because you can have people in a small town be really nice to you. And then behind your back, they're like, oh, he's a fucking faggot that don't go to church. Fuck him. And, you know, that's the type of shit you deal with in a small town in, in America. So, you know, I'm not as a big on Jason Aldean's uh, try that in a small town and yeah I'm not sure you know I like they say this that he's a racist and he's dog whistling to racist I, I don't know because first off this is the argument that I'm making first off Jason Aldean did not write this song because he's a talentless hack okay he doesn't even write his own music I'm not even sure he even knows how to play guitar He's just a pop singer, and uh, he comes up, first off, he's not from a small town, nor has he ever been from a small town, uh, so he's just a complete hypocrite, lives, I think he lives in Nashville now, but I think he's from Macon, Georgia, which, shout out to Macon, Georgia, uh, I think the Allman Brothers are from there, which, which the Allman Brothers are great musicians, who are worthy of our praise and attention, right? Jason Aldean is not. He's He doesn't write his songs. He doesn't write his music. He's just like, and I don't even understand it. Like, a lot of the, like, because I look at him and I go, okay, you're not good looking. You're really ugly. You're not a good, you're not even a good singer. Your music is very bland and boring. And the only thing I can think is this is like somebody from like a rich family who had the means to like, force himself into like pop stardom kind of like taylor swift there's lots of rumors about her you know kind of using her family influence to because she's very bland and boring too so that's all i will criticize this guy for i'm not sure if he was trying to be racist or not uh they did film the video at a place where i think some hangings occurred at a courthouse but i'm just gonna be honest with you as an american living in the southern united states no matter where you go, 
bad shit has happened. Okay? That is the South. That Even in the North. that Everywhere you go in the States, bad shit has happened. Okay? Especially in the South. Everywhere you fucking go, you can find a link to racism. Does that mean that we stop using these places? You know, like there's people that claim that you shouldn't use plantations for your backdrop for your weddings. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I think it's a disservice to uh, all of the people that built those beautiful buildings and plantations, uh, even though they were slave labor. Uh, I do think that, you know, I mean, like, what are we saying here? You're not going to go to the Colosseum in Rome? You're, you're going to stop visiting, like, all the huge historical sites all across the world because bad shit happened? I mean, it's like a stupid argument when you get into it of, oh, you shouldn't have a wedding at a fucking plantation because it's glorifying slavery. It's like, no, it's not. It's a building. It's a fucking building. It's a beautiful building. We need to preserve our history. We need to preserve everything that we have. And we need to enjoy what we got. And we can, you know, recognize that bad shit happened in places all while moving forward and using what's available to us. And uh, that that's all I will get in on that. I just think it's stupid, some of the things people say. It's like Dixie Beer. Dixie Beer changed their name to Fabor or something like that because they're like, well, it's in the name Dixie. And Dixie was like, you know, the Confederate States or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. It's like... Oh my God, this is so stupid. No one's thinking about that. No one's thinking about that. It's just a name. Like when people hear Dixie, they think of the South. They're not thinking of like people getting lynched in the Civil War and all that shit. It's stupid. It's just absolutely stupid. And I wish people um, would stop making stupid bullshit arguments that just, I, I mean, it's like you just... After I hear some of these arguments, I just have to go have, like, a mixed drink because I'm just like, I can't deal with this. It's just ridiculous. It's like, oh, my God, we've got to completely destroy everything and rebuild it because a long time ago something bad happened. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's like, what about... Go to Europe. Go to fucking Europe. Are we supposed to rip down all the castles? I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, it's silly. It's... I mean, there's people that's had to replan their weddings because of weird left-wing far crazy fringe wingers that like oh my god you're racist because you're having a wedding at a plantation it's like no they're having a wedding at a plantation because the wedding's going to be pretty at the plantation it's just like a couple years ago they were bitching that people were taking pictures in cotton fields well the cotton fields didn't do nothing to nobody the cotton didn't do nothing to nobody just because you know white people used to pick cotton too don't blame the cotton Okay? Cotton's pretty. It's like, you know, it's kind of like our snow down here. You go out and you look at a white field of cotton. It's, it's beautiful. So, anyway, I'll stop ranting about that. I just, I think that uh, we're in a weird, weird place in this country um, where you can't even, like, you can't even... You can't even make a decision without somebody trying to like psychoanalyze it and come up with a conspiracy theory of why you're racist. All right. So the other day I was at NASA. And I know you're thinking, Victoria, you're full of shit. No, I, I actually was at NASA. And uh, I actually every once in a while have to pick up something in my truck at NASA. So I was there 
And this fucking security guard, I pull up, and a security guard comes out, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, what, what do you mean, what am I doing? He's like, uh, you're not, you know, you can't park here too long. And I'm like, I'm doing a pickup here, sir. It is my job to be here. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, we need this area opened up right now. And blah. I'm like, no, no, no. I know where I'm supposed to be. And I've literally got a badge saying I can be here, motherfucker. Like, I'm authorized to be where I am because I'm required to be where I am by my job to pick up shit for this building. And I, I literally, I don't like doing this to people. I, I just looked at it and I was like, are you new? And of course he was new. And I, I'm just like, look, dude, I, I'm not saying anything against you, but you're trying to overdo your job. And I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I'm exactly doing what I'm supposed to do. And I promise you, once I get my truck loaded up, I will leave and take it back to the place it needs to be. But I don't need a hassle from you. Like, I swear to God, once you hand someone the slightest, once you hand someone the slightest bit of responsibility, or once you hand someone the slightest bit of power, because this guy was literally, wasn't even a copy as a security guard. It just goes to their head where they're like trying to like, you know, muscle people around. I'm like, you're not muscling me around because I'm, I know where I'm supposed to be. And you're just one of these people that, you know, it's like one time, one time I was, um, went to this event and they had handed you know those little orange like things you put in your arm to wave people down like on like you know I think TSA and people at the airports use them well they had handed like some random woman one of these to direct traffic outside of this event that I was going to and she literally was like waving me down telling me where to go and I was like no 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 I'm not turning right I'm going forward I'm not turning right and she like keeps and she starts yelling at me I'm like you are not a police officer you are not even a security guard. You're just a person who was handed a little orange thing to wave people down. And I'm going straight. I'm not parking for this fucking event where you want me to park. I'm going to park over there, motherfucker. Because I didn't want to, for a reason, I didn't want to park on their actual parking lot. But anyway, that's all I'm exhibiting is that, or all I'm trying, I can't talk today. That's all I'm trying to convey is that once you give someone an ounce of power, it goes to their head immediately and they overuse it and uh, that's what that security guard was doing because I could tell he was like you know trying to like trying to flex on me and I'm like no no flexing here buddy no fucking flexing fuck you NASA security um okay I'm wondering how much of this shit I'm gonna get um on this list today uh okay just wanted to give a shout out to the band named Manskin. Manskin? I don't know how to say it. You suck. You're a shitty band. Okay? Manskin, you are maybe one of the worst bands I've ever heard in my life. Okay? I, I was just listening to uh, Bronsky Beat. Okay? That's a good band. Bronsky Beat is a good band. That's beautiful music. Alright? For us, bias beautiful music for us by us main skin man skin 
you fucking suck. You need to go back to music school or whatever. Cause yeah, I don't know. For some reason the other day I was on social media and the fucking singer of main skin would get on there and was like, you know, it was just talking shit about how great they were. And I'm just like, man, okay. I'm a, you know, this guy's kind of, you know, you know, the lead singer's kind of hot, right? So I was like, oh, okay, the lead singer's kind of hot. I'm going to check this band out. And then I pull it up, and I'm like, oh, God, this is horrible. It's no Bronski beat, which has been my workout music for the day. So uh, do not check out Main Skin, because they suck. Check out Bronx. Bronx <laughs> I can't talk. Bronski beat. All right, so... Uh, so we had a, I had a lovely weekend roll roll. Um, we, uh, made passionate love on Sunday morning. I ate his ass. I ate his ass pretty much. Uh, then I fucked the shit out of him and, uh, we just had a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, raw, nasty, wet, sticky sex, uh, on an old mattress that I need to replace. Well, anyway, just picture a really run-down, creepy room in the back of an old house with a mattress that's tearing up. Me just going to town on a Guatemalan that's like 100 pounds. Okay, so I had a wonderful weekend. Uh, I forced Raul to go see Barbie, and uh, I regret making him go see it. So we came up to uh, Huntsville, and uh, all the theaters were booked. So we ended up having to drive to Coleman to actually see the movie. So we drove to Coleman to see Barbie. And I have to say, this uh, this movie has... It has its moments, for, but for the most part, it's a horrible shit movie. Okay, I, I can't... Like, okay, it starts out 2001 A Space Odyssey. And uh, I don't know, like... This is just my opinion. I, I think there's too much politics in movies and I don't even know how this was I don't know how they they actually talked the studio into making this because literally some of the shit was funny like I liked when uh, Ken started a patriarchy basically Ken's Barbie world is controlled by women so it's a matriarchy and everything's perfect and you know but it's such a weird movie so then they go to the real world where it's ran by men and uh, Ken finds out about the patriarchy and he takes it back to Barbie world and takes over Barbie world. But this movie was very convoluted and I was sitting there thinking about it. I was like, man, I can't believe they made this as a huge summer blockbuster movie. And it, it just it didn't have like a, I don't want, I don't like, you know, like for a normal person, I just imagine a normal person coming to this movie would hate it. And there was a guy sitting right next to us in the theater. He had a uh, fuck you snowflake t-shirt on watching this movie. And I'm like, I wonder what he thinks of this movie. <laughs> but the movie just... I don't know. It is weird. It was odd. It was bizarre. It had its moments where it was really good. I mean, I think Ryan Gosling was the best thing about the movie uh, and all the different kins. But, you know, it just kind of dragged on and dragged on and dragged on. It kind of hits you over the head with these lame political stereotypes and political talking points. And I just can't suggest this movie. Uh, you know, uh, I, I just I just don't think... And I think most people probably, I would imagine... It made a lot of money. 
but I don't think most people that went to it was expecting to have a a movie about the patriarchy. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, Hollywood will learn when when you know, like, and this pisses me off because a lot of people went to the theaters last weekend. They went to see Oppenheimer. They went to see Barbie. Uh, and this is like the first time I've heard about people like in mass going back to the movies in a while. And it's sad that they sent this shit to the theater because now you're going to have people go, well, now they're not going to be excited to go back to the movie because they've had to have some preachy, like lame political argument thrown into their face uh, while just trying, you know, all I wanted was a popcorn movie. I just want a popcorn movie, just dumb humor, just dumb bullshit. Uh, that's kind of the shit I wanted. I, I wanted something, you know, I didn't want any politics, but they brought it. And there are there are good things about the movie, so don't totally swear it off. But I wouldn't recommend the movie, but all the same time, there are really funny scenes in the movie that I liked. But wasn't sure that for the audience, like everybody was bringing their kids to the Barbie movie. And I was like, is a kid going to like this? Is an adult going to like this? Because I think an adult would think it was really lame and stupid. And then I think a kid would be like, what's the patriarchy? Why do they keep joking around about beaching each other off? You know, like, I think it would just like, who does this appeal to? Who does this movie appeal to? I don't know. Um, so that's one uh, thing that I, I would uh, strike against the movie, but... Uh, maybe I'll get to see Oppenheimer for the week. I'm thinking about going after work, uh, maybe on Friday and seeing Oppenheimer. Um, okay, so went and tried a uh, restaurant called Agave and Rye Epic Tacos. Going into this restaurant, it's like an acid trip. Okay, Agave and Rye, like you go in, like the whole, the whole fucking like building is just like weird sculptures and like silver dogs and little Wayne and Prince and Elvis and chandeliers and just the whole place is so weird and bizarre that like I think you need to get high just to go into the building right and we order tacos and obviously because it's a taco place uh, and we actually end up ordering more tacos because uh, Raul realized he liked my tacos better. I ordered the birria. birria these are hot right now. Birria. It's kind of like for a while everybody started putting brioche on a bun. Now everybody wants these birria street tacos. So I tried those. He really liked them. So we ended up ordering more of them. And I got out cheaper than eating at Los Trojas. We ordered three fucking meals and we got out cheaper than what it would cost to eat at Los Trojas. So now I'm like... I guess I'll go to this agave and raw from now on. Uh, so, really trippy place. Good tacos. They had this, like, red sauce you can dip your tacos in. and I really enjoyed that. And um, uh, I'd definitely go back, for sure. Yeah, I liked it, um, for sure. And uh, Roel liked it. So, And it was, you know, it's kind of like an environment in which, you know, I liked it because there's a bunch of hot guys in like tight blue jeans walking around, you know. Um, the staff was really young and really hot. All the staff. So whether you're, whether what, no matter what you're looking for, they have it there, right? Young, hot staff, 
good service. We had good service there. And just a really trippy building where you're like having an acid trip because everything's just like overkill. So I, I really enjoyed it and I definitely would go back and uh, I would highly suggest Agave and Rye uh, at Bridge Street in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, okay, so what else am I looking at here? So I've been selling, I've been selling all my personal belongings. And so far I've been doing horrible. I've only raised uh, $500 because I have this transfer looming over me because I want to be able, when they offer me something and, and whether I decide to accept it or not, I want to be able just to, just to have money on hand and be able to, I don't want to move anything up to Indiana. I just want to be able to hop in my car and, you know, tie Raul down and force him to go to Indiana with me. Uh, so I've been selling everything on like Marketplace. I will literally have people contact me on Marketplace over like a $10, like I had a cleaver, like a meat cleaver that I bought in Montana. This guy, only wanted, I only wanted 10 bucks for it. I was like, I was just trying to get something for it. Just trying to get money in my fucking pocket for my move. This motherfucker was like, can you meet me in fucking Tuscaloosa, Alabama? And I'm like, no. No, I can't meet you in Tuscaloosa. What the fuck, man? It's $10. It's 10 goddamn dollars. It's like, you're going to have to come to my house and pick it up. So he actually came to my house at like 10 o'clock at night. And uh, I sold it to him. And, uh... But I keep getting these messages where, like, I swear to God, I get like 10 messages a day. Is this available? Is this available? Is this available? And every time I'm like, yes. And they just ghost me. After, after you say yes, they just ghost you. And if they don't ghost you, they go, well, hey, you know how you wanted um, $25 for a swing set? I'm like, yeah. Well, I could give you a uh, 10 for it. And it's like, no. But you're going to have to deliver it if I, I... First off, I'll pay 15 but if you deliver it, uh, I'll pay 20 And it's like, no, the, no, that's not how any of this works. It's a $25 swing set. It's a really good deal. It's way cheaper than you could get it anywhere. You're going to have to come and pick it up. I'm not driving it to you. I'm not spending any money bringing this shit to you. Like, what the fuck are you... But you have all these mentally ill people on marketplace that will text you at like two in the fucking morning asking about fucking shit that you posted it's like can you not wait till seven or eight in the morning and then you then you text them back in the morning and they're like oh i lost interest don't need it no more it's like well, fuck you then um i think that's all i'm gonna get to today i, I wrote down a bunch of stuff during the week that I wanted to talk about, but I've I've rambled on and rambled on and rambled on, and I'm hot, I'm clammy. Uh, my color is not magenta. I'm not in a magenta mood today. I don't. I guess I'm in a dark, evil mood after being in this hot truck all day. So, uh, you know that that's the um, that that's the advice of the week. Do whatever you got to do to put yourself in a good mood. And, you know, whether it's working out, whether it's hiking, whether it's uh, trying to determine what color you are and getting into new age religion, uh, whatever makes you feel good, just do it. Live your life. Live your life. Be who you are. 
invest time in the things that you enjoy doing because you know we're not we're only here for a limited time uh, that's my advice for that that's victoria vandenberg's advice for the week i want to thank you for joining me uh i hope you all have a good week um probably won't get around to podcasting until next week hopefully we'll have an update for you on whether i'm gonna be a northerner i'm gonna move up to the northwest territory to stake my claim in indiana uh so hopefully i'll get some um um hopefully i will get you some info on my potential move hopefully i will have an answer by the end of the week and then i can podcast about it next week uh so i love you all I hope you have a great week. Go out, whether whether you're into what Rex Hewerman's in, going out and being a serial killer, whether you're into, uh, you know, uh, talking down to people, uh, being a low-level security guard at NASA, uh, whatever makes you feel special, go out and do it. Live your life. Be you. Uh, be yourself. It's just like this podcast. This podcast is completely trash, but I love doing it. I feel like it's my weekly therapy session, so I do it. I do it for you, and I do it for me, and uh, I'd probably get canceled if people knew I was doing this, but I don't care. I do it because I love it. And I love you, and I hope you uh, have a good week. Uh, Peace out.